This is episode 464 on the 3rd of January 2022 and what a dramatic start to the year 2022 as you read in pseudo media print and electronic media that sports athletes are getting the flu left right and center there is not a sport that is spared where the athletes have been exposed to the flu and this is not for the first time but every time this happens we are concerned why should we be concerned if a sport athlete fa- falls sick or gets the flu it just baffles me so they do they do despite all the talk about fitness it can happen to anyone but should we panic no it's just a flu there's no need to panic what makes it even more amusing is that then they put on pseudo media to gain empathy and sympathy that i got the flu and as per some naive protocols and some childish protocols i am going to isolate isolate myself or in or in other words in real words i am going to imprison myself so that every other person is safe and if there are any close contacts they should also do the same well this is the biggest joke i wouldn't tell anyone that okay you got the flu do it quietly why do you need to tell yes you need to tell certain people that okay 
this player is not available due to person reasons why do we need to tell them that they are injured or something has happened why does it concern us no it doesn't and therefore every time this happens every time a sports athlete because we don't care about anyone else we don't care about actors and actresses actresses if they get the flu or if their shooting schedules are disrupted let it be disrupted it doesn't make a difference to me or you yes 15 days extra they will have to spend more production houses will be under pressure so what why does it matter to me but that's the way it is and that's the way they that's the way 2022 another year in the calendar another month in the calendar and the discussion around the imaginary virus the fictional virus and all the things surrounding it continues and the way we behave as children and the way panic is created as if it's the end of the world every time this discussion happens but that's what human beings are and that's not going away and that's how human beings become more repulsive but we talk about that later sports athlete fall sick let them let it happen if they want to imprison themselves for a week or their close contacts or whoever is there with them that's their problem it's not a concern yes it will affect the match well then the organizers need to come up with better plans that even if you fall sick it doesn't matter let's play let's not be concerned about such frivolous and minor things but let's get to something even more interesting for this morning's episode let's discuss the day one pay-per-view results and why was there a mention about sports athlete getting the flu and then not being part of the match this is exactly what happened in the in the much awaited reigns versus lesnar WWE Universal Championship match Roman Reigns had to pull out of the match due to personal reasons and the match was cancelled but what happened after that was even more interesting Brock Lesnar was added to a already previous fatal four way match thus making it into a fatal five way match for the WWE World Championship Rollins versus Lashley versus Owens versus Big E versus Lesnar and when have we seen when have we not seen this before when have i not seen this before 22 months wait the last time he lost his championship was in april 2020 against a certain drew mcintyre who's moved brands and is now happy in being engaged in singles matches and strange kind of feuds but you had rollins you had all of them were former champions and lesnar because he was screwed out of a championship win the last time they had a proper match and this match was cancelled due to external reason whatever be the reasons they quickly had to do something and they added lesnar and then what happens the first thing all these four athletes do is they attack lesnar they try to put him out of commission but it's a fatal five way it has no disqualifications no count outs which means even if lesnar is out cold for a while 
the other four did not take advantage of that and they continue to form alliances and what happens who does brock lesnar pin for this particular match after big e takes out rollins and lashley and owens and by the time he's able to pin anyone else he performs his signature move on lesnar but lesnar counters it and with an f5 and couple of suplexes lesnar go, goes on to win his championship match now the interesting thing is that how will others see it his addition was always going to be some kind of a controversy it wasn't a controversy whenever he's been added he's gone on to win beat money in the bank ladder match nearly winning a royal rumble event and that's the way it went on which was quite interesting it was really interesting nothing surprising about it and then roman reigns might find himself in isolation or something because of obvious reason for the next 15 days so he may not be part of couple of episodes of his regular programming which means well it's interesting i'm just curious to see how this whole thing plays out but not for the first time a sports athlete has gone through this phase i thought that they might cancel the entire event but it was good on their part not to overdo it and only change the complexion of a match which did change the complexion and the result and no one is surprised at lesnar winning the tournament others are good but lesnar's addition might have put them off otherwise everyone was looking at bobby lashley to go and win the tournament and that's how he wins it doesn't matter whether it was the wwe world championship or wwe universal championship you have a title in your hands and then the other singles title morgan versus becky lynch it was as it was expected to be despite all the efforts put by morgan becky lynch used her experience of being in this particular brand and business for 7 over 7 years and she used every trick in the book to escape pinfall after pinfall or making sure that her opponent did not attempt any severe move which would get her to pin her 1 2 3 and that is exactly what happened whether it was via pinfall it was of course her much touted newly developed pinfall attempt which worked which means that her opponent has some time to recover and it will be very interesting as to who the next opponent will be let's move from here to the championship matches that the tag team championship matches two very four very good teams but i think the only championship that was always going to change hands was going to be the singles competition men's singles competition every other championship match was retained which means the usos continued to reign along with their cousin roman reigns as far as a smackdown tag team division is concerned and despite efforts by the new day i don't know how long will, will this new day thing last because they will want to go on their individual journeys and how long will this whole kofik sir kofik kingson and king wood story last they might the faction might go away it is a possibility that's the way things are but you never know 
and then in the raw tag team championship street profits did everything to win but as i said the rk bro you may call it a strange alliance i call it a mentor mentee kind of alliance or whatever be the terminology that is being used in the present contemporary times but i think it was interesting so both the championship tag team championship matches retained which is not surprising because that's the way these things often work out and there you go just the one championship match changing hands and all others being retained and then there were, were the two non title matches edge versus the miz edge is now happy with going ahead in non title feud matches the what was the feud feud was based on ego and a certain individuals hall of fame career involvement of their former partners who were wrestlers their wives so when mrs wife tried to interfere in the match and tried to do something when the referee wasn't noticing and i was not surprised when it happened when edge's own wife came out to the came out into the arena it even the odds and it's not surprising it was always going to happen of course you had the whole power couple situation how do the how do people have such terms power couples is for all to say it's like saying that well i won't name names in the indian cricket team you have most of the athletes are married but the power couple is associated with one particular athlete and his wife because of the relative dominance in their relative professions though i don't think that athlete's wife has any kind of dominance as far as the dominance in the acting is concerned but i would name them i let the listeners decide who this particular so called power couple is i don't agree with such terms because an incendiary message that okay only one person is powerful he has his way well i also have my way yes i have to adhere by rules because that's the way you have calm in society if there are no rules you can call it ego or any other term yes you have to follow rules but that's 5% 95% of the time i am someone who has my way and when it comes to influence i am a bigger influencer and the and the biggest influencers on pseudo media their influence doesn't even come close to the kind of influence i have but that's the way things are and if they are given that kind of importance so be it and then there was of course the drew mcintyre and the madcap moss another mentor menti situation where a certain madcap moss is in the under the wings of happy corbin king corbin whatever you may want to call it they have their own segment where they try to be humorous where they try to be cheeky where they try to mock their opponents or anyone overall and it works sometimes it may not work all the time and then of course inexperience may have caused a certain madcap moss and then drew mcintyre all he needs is one claymore kick to end the match and that's exactly what happened and then of course he was attacked after the match but when has that ever not happened planned or unplanned 
that happens every time because they want to carry on the feud they want to carry on the rivalry they want to carry on this thing because they see Drew McIntyre Sheamus Baron Corbin maybe as opponents for Roman Reigns I don't know what do they have in mind what is their plan no one knows at this point in time but I think that's what is going to happen so after all the drama after a certain match being cancelled the athlete being put in another match and then going on to win that match when one on one in roman reigns would have been slightly less tricky and then who was missing in this entire thing i think brock lesnar who was dependent on his hype person paul heyman managed to do everything on his own the mind games and the way he entered the arena where he left the arena but that's how things are maybe people change they have a change of attitude whatever it is overall it was an interesting pay-per-view with another pay-per-view coming soon but that's all on this side let's take a short break <laughs> This afternoon, that is by the time people listen to this broadcast, you may listen to it in the evening or at this time. But whatever be the case, in just a few hours, the India-South Africa second match begins. And of course, everyone says India has a chance against this weakened South African batting because their premier keeper has retired. They have a young keeper coming in who has no experience and then the win against south africa may not count because it was a weak team i think it is a very weak comment by certain egoists who think that how do you decide it's a weak team why because they haven't made hundreds and 50s and they don't have a average of 51 they have an average of 29 and of course the kohli target continues because of his inability to make runs and you know go beyond and uh, make centuries get his average to 60 70 and then of course the kpr target continues he doesn't make runs and then of course the coach has to do the defensive job though everyone will be tired after a while if the coach continues to defend him if he doesn't make runs if he continues to make the same mistake well i think i've seen worse mistakes than this made by people which have been glossed over so i don't think him make not him not making runs and then this discussion happening every time in a pre show event by a bunch of well i don't even call them experts rookies rookie anchors who have no idea how to even anchor an event who themselves probably never even knew what is to taste success but they knew they would be an anchor because they could do it through means which were not unpopular and unethical means you go on to become an anchor you bully 
the broadcaster to make you an anchor or do something which is untoward and that's how the current lot of anchors is and for me their rating is 0 out of 10 for all the anchors in the sports division especially in this sport other sports I'll let you know later on but whatever it is so yes who should play who should not play I still think this is my team. I would, of, of course, go with Mayank and Rahul. And then I would give Pujara a break. Have a year at number 3. Kohli at 4. Rahane Pan, Ashwin, Shadul, Siraj, Shami, Bumra. Of course, speculations about Umesh Shadda playing. But that will be a huge mistake. I will, even if Shad, people think Shadul Thakur has nothing to contribute. Should I give, should I talk about who had nothing to contribute? The current chairperson of selectors who shall not be named because... That person doesn't deserve to be named. He was like Shadul Thakur. He was in the team bowling at 120 kilometers per hour with hardly any contribution and yet he was there. And now he goes on to become the chairperson of selectors and the selection committee who's, to get, who's all over experiences 6-7 matches and then they comment on people who have played over 60-70 matches. You know how that seems? That seems like a nursery kid is telling... Is telling me you don't know anything. Okay, yes, they have a right to say, but I wouldn't listen to them. That's nursery versus years of 15 years of experience or 20 years of experience. It doesn't count. So yes, that's what the thing is. What will happen tonight? Can South Africa do something? Well, they can. Of course, I still think South Africa is a good team. It's a very good team. It has some very young players. Players, yes, they may not make runs. They may not get those hundreds and fifties and have those records by their predecessors. Though I think those records don't count. Armland de Villiers were lucky enough to play for the 17-year period they played in because there were a lot of times Armland de Villiers did not contribute one smidgen to the team. But they survived for 17-18 years. So why can't we give this lot at least 6-7 years? The South African selectors have to be patient and the so-called experts need to shed their own ego before just talking about, oh, the good old days, Armland, De Villiers and Smith and Stain and Rabada and Mokal. That's absolute rubbish. That's just rubbish. I would still give the South African team a chance that yes, they can do the job. We saw what happened in the second inning when India were bowled out for 170. Why not give a 20-year-old Marco Jensen an opportunity that yes, maybe 10 years from now he'll be he'll be playing 50 matches, 200 wickets. Jack Callis was good, but as I said, the guy played for a better part of 18 years. And when you do that, you will always do well. So why this irrational talk about whether the team is good or not? It doesn't work that way. But then we are fueled by ego. We have this nostalgic element in our heads. It never goes away. And that's the most irritating part of this entire discussion. What will happen this afternoon? No one knows. You don't know. I don't know. Anything is possible this afternoon. So I would be patient with the South African team. I don't care who wins the toss and who bats first. Because that is certainly irrelevant. But... We do get carried away by such frivolous things like tosses and 
the ground is at a higher altitude well it may be at a higher altitude but the attitude of all the experts is at the lowest the and the aptitude there is no aptitude of the current group of experts whose alt, whose attitude and aptitude is at its lowest so they can't talk about the altitude of the ground and how it will affect the batters and the way they play you can't talk about altitude when you have no aptitude and your attitude is at its lowest so they better not do anything and they better stop running their mouths and just consider them themselves lucky to be even part of the so called commentary team because if i was in charge none of them them even have a renewal of contract that's what i would do i would make sure they never are contracted by any sports broadcast anywhere in the world and that's what i would do but i can't but i can certainly influence them so i so i only listen to them because i want to say that are the things is they are absolute well let's just say trash trash talk gibberish and no aptitude and absolutely no attitude the attitude is at its lowest so they have to talk trash to cover up for their lack of aptitude and knowledge of certain subjects and and you rather listen to a broken record or something else then listen to them but i'll listen to them to see as to what not to do and then trash talk them in the next episode but that's my team this may not be the team they want but whatever be the situation whether shami and bumrah are fit or not after last week's bowling when they had to bowl so much i still think it's a 50 50 tournament contrary to what popular belief is that india can win it 2-0 i still think south africa can do it it could be one or or rain could play a role but still this south african team they are very good and in the next 7 8 years they will do things which will make us rethink our thoughts that this is a weak team whoever said this is a weak team will be eating their words in the next 5 to 6 years and i think winning championships is not everything but we associate everything with winning championship and that's the worst of humanity which has to go away let's take a short break So this ends episode number four six four on the third of January twenty twenty two. As twenty twenty two started off with a explosive and a dramatic start, with everyone falling sick left, right, and center, and humanity's inability to move on and stop panicking over minor situation. But that's the way human beings are. 
we are easily sucked into things and those who are not well we know what we call them but i won't be affected by those situations and that's the way i roll but stay tuned for the next episode and i will be back with episode number 465 on the 5th of january 2022 as the greatest talk show on the planet and its juggernaut rolls on comes the most important question what does the weekly show with aditya tell other commentators and while you wait for the next episode put these legendary books in your must read books column i repeat once again put these legendary books in your must read books column till then it's goodbye and good night <laughs>